I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the look ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSN, the sports betting network. This is the look ahead here on VSN, the sports betting network. As week 17. NFL Sunday has come to a close. We have one more game. That is the final Monday night football game of the year, an AFC North battle between the Steelers and the Browns, and that will conclude week 17, and we head to week 18. Yes, the extra game of this year's NFL schedule, and then we will be ready for the playoffs. So much happened here on Sunday. The playoff picture becoming clearer. We start in the AFC. The Titans defeated the Dolphins, and because of the Kansas City Chiefs losing to the Cincinnati Bengals, as of right now, the Tennessee Titans are your number one seed in the AFC playoff picture at 11-5, meaning as long as they win next week against the Houston Texans, the Tennessee Titans are your one seed they will get a bye in the first round. The t- the Chiefs are currently uh, your second seed, and they are 11-5 and five in possession of that two seed. The three seed, who now holds a tiebreaker over the Kansas City Chiefs, should the Chiefs lose and they win next week. The Chiefs losing to the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals clinching the AFC North title. They are your division champs, currently in possession of the three seed. The Bengals will wrap up their season next week against the Browns. A win over Cleveland combined with a Kansas City loss to the Broncos, and the Bengals would leapfrog the Chiefs. So the one seed still up for grabs, two seed, three seed, A lot to be determined in the final week of the NFL season. The Buffalo Bills are in possession of the four seed for now. The division is still on up for grabs, which will be next week. Right now, the Bills and Patriots are four and five at 10 and six. The The Patriots have clinched a playoff spot. The Buffalo Bills, next week, the Bills will have their final game of the season against the Jets, where they are heavily favored. Heavily favored. But as we saw with the Jets playing against the Tampa Bay Bucks here on Sunday, they can put up a fight and maybe they upset them. 
The Patriots, meanwhile, will finish their season in Miami against the Dolphins. A Bills victory, they are division champs. A Bills loss combined with a Patriots victory, the Patriots are division champs. The only seeds that are up for grabs right now, well, not even seeds, but just playoff spots, are your final two spots in the AFC, the sixth seed and the seventh seed. Right now, the Colts are at six at nine and seven. The Chargers are at seven, also at nine and seven. The Raiders are on the outside looking in at nine and seven. The Steelers, seven, seven, and one. And even the Baltimore Ravens are still alive at eight and eight. Here's how it's all going to play out for week 18 of the NFL season. The Indianapolis Colts play the Jacksonville Jaguars. As long as they win, they're in the playoffs. If they win, there's only one spot left, and that spot will go to the winner of the Chargers and the Raiders on Sunday night football. If the Colts lose... Steelers are still alive. Should they win on Monday against the Browns? If the Steelers lose Monday night, they're out. But if the Steelers win, they're still alive. And if the uh, Ravens are still alive, if the Colts lose. The Ravens need a little bit of help, though. The Ravens would need the Colts to lose and the Raiders to lose. And then the Chargers would get in and the Ravens would get in. The Steelers just need to win their final two games and hope that the Colts lose, because then the Steelers would get in at 9-7-1. and one. In the NFC, the Green Bay Packers have won. They beat the Vikings on Sunday Night Football with Sean Mannion at quarterback. Uh, uh, there was a little immaculate reception in that game with the center making a catch off of the deflected ball. The Packers, they're done. They're locked into the one seed. They've already clinched a bye. The two seed still up in the air. The Rams currently hold it at 12-4. and four. The Bucs are also 12-4. and four. The Cardinals are at 11-5. and five. They're still in the playoffs, but the division is still up for grabs. The Rams, for their final game, will play against the 49ers. A Rams victory clinches the division for L.A. A Rams loss combined with a Cardinals win over the Seahawks, and the Cardinals would be your division champs. But again, both teams have already clinched playoff spots. It's just the division that is up for grabs. For the Tampa Bay Bucks, they are at 12 and 4. They've already clinched the division. They can obviously rise up the standings if uh, the Rams lose to the 49ers and the Bucks win then 13 and 4, they would be your 2 seed. The Dallas Cowboys are 11 and 5 and they are your 4 seed right now. If the Cow I think the Cowboys are pretty are locked in because even if they go to 12 and 5, the Bucks at 12 and 5 would have the tiebreaker over them. The Cardinals, though, at 12 and 5 would uh, also, because of this win, now have the tiebreaker over them. So the Dallas Cowboys locked in to that four spot in the NFC postseason picture. The uh, 40, uh, four, uh, Cardinals, we mentioned them, they're at the 5C. The 49ers have not clinched a playoff spot yet. The Philadelphia Eagles have. So the 49ers, it's simple. Win against the Rams, they're in. But a 49er loss combined with a Saints victory over the Falcons and the Saints are in, the 49ers are out. So that is your playoff picture right now with just one spot up for grabs in the NFC 
two spots up for grabs in the AFC, but there's still seeding that has to be determined. Now, why am I getting into all this playoff scenario stuff? That is just so you know which games in Week 18 have something on the line, which teams have something to play for, which teams have nothing to play for. Here's your Week 18 schedule. Two games on Saturday. It'll be the Chiefs and the Broncos in the early game. Kansas City is a 10-point favorite over the Broncos. Chiefs need to win to keep their hopes alive for the number one seed. Or, at the very worst, lock themselves into the two. The Cowboys play against the Eagles. The Eagles, right now, are your seventh seed because the 49ers have the head-to-head over them. So if San Francisco wins and they're in, the Eagles will stay at number seven. But the Eagles can actually move up to the six because the Eagles have the head-to-head over the Saints. So if the 49ers lose and the Saints win, the Saints would improve to uh, eight, uh, excuse me, nine and eight. The Eagles with a win would actually, even with the loss, so I think the Eagles would actually improve to the seven as well. So, uh, excuse me, improve to the six. On Sunday, now the schedule is obviously mixed. Your early window on Sunday. Bengals-Browns. Bengals still have seeding to play for. Packers-Lions, meaningless. Bears-Vikings, meaningless. Washington-Giants, meaningless. Colts-Jaguars. Colts win, they're in the playoffs. Steelers-Ravens could be meaningful if the Colts lose to the Jaguars. Colts, by the way, 15.5-point favorites over the Jags. But those games will be going on at the same time. Maybe they'll show the scoreboard in the stadium. Maybe they won't. But the Steelers and Ravens will play each other the final week of the season. And uh, a chance that one of them could get in if uh, the Colts lose to the Jaguars. Titans and the Texans. Titans will know what the Chiefs do on Saturday. And then know if they have locked in the one seed or if uh, they still have to win to get the one seed. And then your afternoon window. Saints and Falcons. Saints are in the playoffs with a win and a 49er loss. Jets and Bills. Bills win the division with a win. 49ers, Rams. Rams playing for seeding. 49ers need to win and they're in the playoffs. Patriots, Dolphins. Patriots will win the division with a win and a Buffalo loss. Seahawks, Cardinals. Cardinals will win the division with a win and a Rams loss. Panthers, Bucks. Bucks uh, playing for a little bit of seeding. And then, of course, Sunday Night Football. The Chargers and the Raiders in a matchup that is a win and you're in playoff game. So really, the playoffs really start on Sunday night. I know wild card weekend will be the following weekend, but next Sunday night, the playoffs start because the Chargers and Raiders will be a playoff game. Winner is in. The loser goes home. That is what's going to be playing out here for Chargers and Raiders on Sunday night football. And you couldn't ask for anything better. As it stands right now, the Chargers are a three-point favorite on the road against the Raiders. The last time these two teams played, it was uh, in L.A. 
and the uh, Chargers won 28-14 to in that game. Uh, Derek Carr threw for 196 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Justin Herbert, 222 yards and three touchdowns. Austin Eckler rushed for 117 yards and a touchdown in that performance. We still have plenty more to digest here from Week 17 Sunday in the NFL while looking ahead to these point spreads here for Week 18 because a lot of these games, the ones that have meaning, spreads are very, very interesting. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcasts. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vsin.com slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, We've got Hardwood Handicappers, Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They are all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. Let's dive into the point spreads here for uh, week 18. But before we get there, let's touch upon the spread for Monday Night Football, the final game of week 17 with the Cleveland Browns being eliminated from the postseason the spread has moved in this game pittsburgh is now the betting favorite in this game and they are minus two up on DraftKings. 
there was a time where you could have gotten this game at, let's see, I believe it would Cleveland was maybe three. Anyway, you could have gotten tremendous, you could have gotten this at a very interesting spread here uh, with the way that this line has moved, obviously, with um, the announcement that, well, not the announcement, but we know that this game is meaningless for the Cleveland Browns. Unless they just want to play the spoiler role. How do they play in this game? Do they want to go out, have some pride, and knock out the Pittsburgh Steelers? Or does Big Ben, in what could be his final home game of his career, final game in Heinz Field, does he ball out? And the Steelers keep their playoff hopes alive going into next week. Slim playoff hopes, but could keep them alive. And it is Ben's likely last game at home because even if they do make the playoffs, they'll be on the road for uh, pretty much all of it. So Steelers right now minus two, total of 42 for Monday night football. In the NFC, Two playoff spots on the line. Uh, Excuse me, one playoff spot on the line. Two teams fighting for it. The Saints and the 49ers. The Saints are four and a half point favorites at the Atlanta Falcons. It's a tough spot uh, because Atlanta has nothing to play for. So what what kind of effort are you going to get from a team playing out the strings. The Saints haven't exactly been a dominant team this season. There was a great defensive effort in the game against the Bucks, and in this game, a really nice defensive effort against the Carolina Panthers. I think maybe it had more to do with Sam Darnold's ineptitude, maybe the line for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Taysom Hill was all right, 222 yards and a touchdown. He was their leading rusher, though, 45 yards. Kamara didn't get anything going on the ground. Um, But it was really a good defensive effort. Uh, Cameron Jordan with like three and a half, four sacks in this game. So the Saints came out probably going to get a similar result against the um, Atlanta Falcons. And for the 49ers... Their game against the Rams is five and a half. Rams are favored by five and a half. Let me let me just say something about this Rams team. Matthew Stafford was terrible for them against the Ravens. The interceptions, it's just, it's too much. The fumble, it's just, it's too much. And his interceptions are being returned for touchdowns. It's crazy. Like, he's got, like, four pick sixes this year. It's unreal. He still threw for 309 yards and two touchdowns, which is what he's capable of. Cooper Cup is just unstoppable. 95 yards and another touchdown. But what's been the most impressive part of this Rams team over the past several weeks has been the introduction of Sony Michelle. Ever since Sean McVay 
made the decision to go to Sony Michelle and to put an emphasis on the running game. The Rams have won five straight. And in those five straight wins, Sony Michelle has rushed for 121 yards and a touchdown, 79 yards, 92 yards, 131 and a, touch, and a touchdown, 74 and a touchdown. 24 carries, 20 carries, 18 carries, 27 carries, 19 carries. That's been a huge different make, difference maker for this Rams team. They are a much more balanced offense with an effective runner in Sony Michelle. And it's amazing. This guy was a non-factor for the entire season. But five weeks ago became relevant and now is the most relevant guy in this, you know, in this race. He is so important. And I know Cam Akers has been activated and what a great story for his recovery from the injury. And could Cam Akers actually contribute in the play in the postseason? We'll see. But having Michelle as this workhorse back, this final stretch of the season has really paid dividends for this Rams team. And so going up against the 49ers, I know the Niners are playing for their playoff lives. But the way that this Rams team is playing, the way that they're running the football, I lean towards L.A. winning this football game. And at the same time that they're playing, the Cardinals will be playing against the Seahawks. The Cardinals are minus six and a half. Who knows? The games are going on at the same time. They're probably going to maybe have the game, the scoreboard, or maybe at the half they'll get an update. Obviously, if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, I tell my team to go out there and win a game. Don't worry about what's going happening on the scoreboard. Um, Cardinals need the win in order to have a chance to win the division if the Rams should suffer a hiccup. So, you know, I think the Cardinals go out there and win against the Seahawks team that has nothing to play for, although Seattle looked really good in their final home game of the year. And... I wonder I wonder if it was the final game in Seattle for Russell Wilson as a member of the Seahawks. And if so, was that why he had such a great game? Was this I mean Rashad Penny can't stop that guy. You know, he had 170 yards. And two touchdowns. What an incredible game from Rashad Penny. But Russell Wilson threw for 236 yards and four touchdowns in this game. Yes, it was the Lions. But the Lions, they were the third best team against the spread in the NFL. So it's not like they were pushovers. But Seattle owned that game. I don't see that same Seattle effort coming next week against the Arizona Cardinals. I I, I just don't see it. For the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they are nine-point favorites over the Broncos. They're still playing for the one seed. The Titans are 11-point favorites over the Texans. I don't see, you know, maybe the Chiefs lose to the Broncos in Denver. Can't really see either team losing, which means you're, Titans are going to be your one seed in the AFC playoff picture. 
The Bills are 17-point favorites over the Jets. That would be a historic upset. But the Jets, they've pulled those upsets. You know, they beat the Bengals this year. They almost beat the Bucks here on Sunday as what, like a, you know, double-digit underdog. Patriots are six-point favorites at the Dolphins. I do expect the Patriots to cover. Do the Buffalo Bills cover 17? I mean, that's the question. Uh, A very interesting stat is the last 17 regular season wins for the Buffalo Bills have been by 10 or more points. I'll repeat. The last 17 regular season wins for the Buffalo Bills have been by double digits. So, Bills minus 17, 17's a lot. But when they win, they win big. Or they just don't cover. Or they just don't win the game. So, it's either they win, they win big, or they just don't win at all. Like the game against the Jaguars, right? Or the game against the Colts. They just don't win. But 17 straight regular season wins by 10 or more points. An NFL record for the Buffalo Bills. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Coming up next, we'll be joined by Dwayne Colucci, racing sportsbook manager over at the Rampart. And we'll talk about these games from a book's perspective. Take a look at next week and the entire playoff picture. This is The Look Ahead right here on VSIN. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Joined now by Dwayne Colucci, the race and sportsbook manager over at the Rampart. And Dwayne, favorites went 12 and 3 straight up here on week 17 Sunday, but 8, 6, and 1 against the spread. Uh, which one of those uh, underdogs hitting was the best for you guys over at the Rampart in the South Point? couple of games, Scott, that definitely had some uh, major impact on the handle. And, uh, you know, obviously the win for us, definitely the Rams were a team that a lot of people were focusing on. Uh, a lot of people bet on them in parlays and in different teasers and what have you. And, you know, they, they were struggling. I mean, up until that fourth quarter, you could see that Matt Stafford was really struggling. Uh, you know, the chief Bengal game, we had some good two-way action in that game. So I won't say that that was uh, one of the major, major games. But actually, the Raiders even helped out. I mean, you saw the action that went on the Colts once they announced uh, that Wentz was going to play despite the COVID and all that. You started to see some Colt money pour in, and uh, that actually was a favorable outcome, believe it or not, despite it being the home team, uh, the Raiders. So there were quite a few games. uh, You know, we had some action on the Buccaneers as well. Obviously, you could see a double-digit favorite. Buffalo as well, you know, at that 14, 14 and a half. Uh, you know, so we had a lot of favorable outcomes. The Eagle game, you know, uh, it, there were there were so many games filled with parity this week, Scott. Mm-hmm. 
We've seen what Antonio Brown did. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, uh, it doesn't belong in football, let's put it that way, especially during the action in the third quarter. You know, uh, just saw himself implode. And a lot of different outcomes that were strange but worked in our favor. Dallas as well, you know, they didn't play all that well. That was a key game. Arizona, Murray played fabulous. He, he made the Dallas defense look mediocre after yeah. they dominated for the prior four weeks. So that's important moving forward to see how the Dallas defense starts to react because, you know, they're still playing without Hopkins. I don't think Connor suited up. So that was a big statement for Arizona. And to get back on the winning track, that definitely helped us. So let's look ahead here. Monday night football. Uh, now this is an interesting situation because we got teams that have things to play for against teams that are out of the picture. The first game here with that scenario is going to be the Cleveland Browns who found out today they are eliminated from contention. Nothing to play for here. And the Steelers still have an outside shot at the playoffs. The line has obviously moved. Uh, do you expect it to move even further? And how do you expect the Browns to come out and play this one? Well, you know, the Browns, they're one of those teams that they're hard to get a read on, Scott. I mean, just when you think they're horrible, they played a good game against Green Bay. You know, definitely they don't have anything to play for. Big Ben has a lot to play for, possibly his last game at Heinz Field. And you're seeing the action go on the Steelers. They're now a two-point favorite at the Rampart and South Point, whereas the opener, we opened Cleveland as a three-point favorite at the South Point and the Rampart. So, uh, you know, definitely we're going to see some Pittsburgh Steelers money. Anytime there's a team that's involved in a playoff hunt and has, you know, a possibility to get in and they're playing at home, in primetime action, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, winding his career down. I expect to see this game get to at least two and a half. Tough to get to the key number of three because you do have some of that sharp money that actually did take the Steelers plus that, and then you combine it by making the minus three. It puts bookmakers in a difficult position, you know, definitely. You saw all the action on this Sunday night game, how once Cousins was established with COVID, you know, it kind of became a one-way street, and we lost back some of the winnings that we did have, you know, with the Packers covering in such fashion, and something like that could possibly happen on Monday night football Pittsburgh is definitely going to be geared up. The crowd is going to be involved, and it's going to be definitely a tough game. I've seen Cleveland and that defense, though, come up big in some spots with their backs against the wall, even though they have nothing to play for. Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook joining me, Scott Sadenberg here on VEASAN. When you look at the Sunday night game coming up next week here in Vegas, it's the Raiders. It's the Chargers. It it really is the start of the playoffs, Dwayne. Right? Because that's a playoff game. Yeah. So even though yeah. Wild Card Weekend's the following week, the playoffs start this Sunday night. Uh, with that game not just being in town, involving the Raiders, but being a playoff game, uh, what do you expect the handle to be like on that one? And uh, do you expect the money to just be influencing the line here when you guys open this thing up? Well, I think the handle's going to be off the hook, Scott. I mean, yeah. This is a marquee matchup, and, you know, Herbert has definitely, you know, got this offense finely tuned. The Chargers have put up some big games, but they've had some bad games. 
just like the Raiders have. And the Raiders came up really big this week, I have to say. I mean, a huge, huge victory with their backs against the wall. Carr was just amazing. They really clamped down when they had to late in the game, and they stole a victory from uh, Taylor and the boys there. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the Raiders crowd reacts in this situation. We know that the Chargers, uh, you know, the Los Angeles Chargers, they didn't really have a home following in Los Angeles up until this year, you know, with the stadium and all that. So this is going to be a off-the-hook matchup from a handle perspective. You know, us bookmakers love that. Raiders playing for the playoffs in primetime action. And uh, I, I can't believe it. You know, I'm seeing around town a lot of two-and-a-halves and even threes that the Chargers are laying. It's going to be interesting because I know the Raider backers will definitely suck up, uh, you know, that field goal and any points they could get. Raiders look really good this week. Chargers look good. Like you said, playoff atmosphere, playoff matchup. Yeah, that's, I think that's what's going to be one of the more intriguing ones to follow uh, all week long. Uh, I've been playing a game on this show, Dwayne, throughout the entire season, and it's, it's called Who Wants to Be an MVP? Uh, mm. Has Aaron Rodgers locked this up in your mind, or can you see somebody else winning this award? Well, it's just he's such a marquee name, and, you know, I definitely think that others are deserving, namely Joe Burrow, after putting up a, a super <laughs> two weeks in a row. I mean, this kid, well, he is just phenomenal. And, you know, the stats he's put up, Taylor's put up monster stats from the running back perspective, broke uh, Edron James's record for all-time rushing for the Colts in the season. So, you know, there's a lot of solid, solid players out there. Tom Brady, look at his stats, Scott. I mean, he leads in every major passing category, whether it's yards, touchdowns, all that. And, you know, he's playing short man now, and people don't realize that. You're seeing that they're not covering the spread, but they're still able to win games. And, you know, the Jets, that was a, a big gamble to really go for it there on that fourth mm -hmm. down backfired, and then all of a sudden Tom Brady's going 95 yards for a touchdown. So Tom Brady is always, you know, when he's suiting up in the GOAT conversation and the MVP conversation. But Rodgers has been phenomenal with the broken toe. I mean, three months ago, they're getting blown out by the Saints at Jameis Winston, and now all of a sudden, best record in the NFC. Uh, you know, definitely there's a few guys in the conversation but it does look like Rodgers is the front runner right now. He is the shortest odds. He took over the favoritism last week uh, from Tom Brady. And we're going to see how that plays out. I mean, uh, you know, it's so hard to knock Aaron Rodgers. And you look at the stats and the wins. But like I always say, you still have those six easy etched in stone wins when you're playing Detroit, the Bears, and Minnesota. And especially Minnesota without a quarterback. You've seen how that played out. I mean, this was just a blowout. Mm -hmm. So you get those six easy victories. And, you know, it definitely adds to your resume. His stats are impeccable. It's going to be interesting, though, that MVP race. But Rodgers does look like the winner thus far. When you look at uh, the teams that are in the playoff picture, is there anyone in particular that, you know, from a books perspective, you'd like to see advance because uh, they draw a lot of the handle? Would a team like the Cowboys be good it'd Be good for you guys if they advance? Uh, is it the top guy? Is it the Chiefs? Is it the Packers? Who do you want to see advance? 
Well, definitely, there's a lot of teams, Scott. Like you said, the uh, Dallas Cowboys, they always bring fabulous handle. You have the Los Angeles team, the Rams involved. They'll bring a lot of good handle, you know, because we're in close proximity. If the Raiders are involved, there's going to be super handle. We know that. And definitely the Chiefs. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he, he always adds, uh, you know, definitely handle and attraction because he has star power, as does Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, we have a ton of good teams that could bring handle to the table during the wild card rounds and possibly the AFC and NFC championships. So uh, right now we're sitting very nice from a handle perspective with all these teams involved in the playoffs, especially with that NFC. You know, you definitely have a lot of handle and perspective handle. So I'm happy right now, Scott. I think we have all the right teams in the right places. Naturally, if the Cowboys start to keep advancing and rolling, if you could ever get them into a Super Bowl, that's huge. Oh, yeah, that would be incredible. And, and like you said, if the Raiders can somehow beat the Chargers on Sunday night and get into the playoffs, that would that would absolutely attract some local uh, money here. Dwayne, always appreciate the time and the conversation. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, definitely, Scott. I appreciate you having me on and have a great week. There he is, Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. I'm Scott Sadenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen Citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is our first show of the new year. Um, you can continue to wish me a happy new year. However, I will no longer accept happy new years after January 7th. You have one week. That's the moratorium. You have one week. And then you're done. Can't say happy new year after January 8th. Uh, I hate it. 
you, I, you see somebody on like January 14th and they're like, hey, happy new year. Like, yeah, it was two weeks ago, bro. Like, leave me alone. So you have, uh, you have five more days or so to wish me a happy new year or anybody. I'd say these are my rules for life. Just stop after January 7th. It's as simple as that. But the playoffs are going to be exciting in the NFL. And the path to get to the playoffs, certainly exciting here in week 18. And it starts here with week 17, finishing up on Monday Night Football with the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we we heard from Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook uh, how the line has moved because the Browns don't have anything to play for. And so the expectation is with, with, with the Steelers at home, with Ben Roethlisberger playing his final game at Heinz Field before he retires at the end of this season, uh, he's going to want to go out with a win and keep the Steelers' slim playoff hopes alive. And I mean slim. like They need a lot of help to make the playoffs. Well, not necessarily. They just need to win their last two games and then hope that the Colts lose uh, because they'll get in at 9-7-1. and one over a 9-8 and eight team. So the question is, can the Colts lose, though? Can they? Yes. We've seen it happen before. The Jaguars are just not a good football team. There's just no real nice way to say it. They're bad. Trevor Lawrence threw a touchdown in this game against the Patriots. And it was his first touchdown pass, I want to say, in like nine weeks. Like that's, that, that's what it was. His first touchdown pass in nine weeks. Like let me just double check that here. He had one, yeah, the last touchdown pass was, well, not nine, nine weeks. I guess it was his uh, second touchdown pass. He had one touchdown in this game. He had gone one, two, three, four. He had a good five weeks. He had a touchdown pass against Atlanta. He had a touchdown pass against Seattle on the 31st. Oh, that's why I think of the number nine. He has nine touchdown passes on the season. So the numbers just got messed up in my head. Nine touchdowns on the season for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, it's just been a horrible, horrible season. Remember in week one when he threw for three touchdowns? He also threw three interceptions, but he had three interceptions here against the Patriots. The Pats winning 50-10. to 10. Um, They have lost now eight straight games since upsetting the Buffalo Bills 9-6. to six. Can they upset the Colts? Last time they played, it was a 23-17 game. So that's certainly covering the spread. Can they cover? <laughs> yeah, I think they can cover. Spread in this one is 15 and a half. Are we really betting a road team in the NFL laying 16 points? It's just gross. But that's how bad the Jaguars have been. So if you're looking at just the percentages to make the postseason, the Colts have a really good shot. I think what NBC and Steve Kornacki had it at 
80-something percent, 83 or 87 percent, which makes sense. Look at what the spread is uh, in this game. The Colts against the Jaguars, it's minus 1250. So those are your odds for them to make the playoffs. (laughs) They're going to get in. The Steelers, not so much. Um, So that's what's up for grabs here. Speaking of up for grabs, two divisions are up for grabs. Because currently right now, in the AFC, we have the East that's up for grabs in the final week of the season. The North has been clinched by the Bengals. The South has been clinched by the Titans. And the West has been clinched by the Chiefs. In the NFC, we have the West up for grabs because the Cowboys won the East, the Packers won the North, the Bucks won the South. For the AFC, a Bills loss to the Jets combined with a Patriots win over the Dolphins, Patriots win the division. As long as the Bills beat the Jets, though, the Bills will win the division. The Bills right now are minus 2,000 to win the division. Minus 2,000. Which doesn't make sense to me. Well, I guess, no, doesn't make sense. Because the Bills to beat the Jets is minus 1375. Now, the Patriots to win that division is currently plus 900. The only way that happens is if the Jets beat the Bills and the Patriots beat the Dolphins. If you parlayed the Jets on the money line to beat the Bills and the Patriots on the money line to beat the Dolphins, you're getting plus 1,200. So forget about the plus 900 to win the division. You got plus 1,200 if you parlay the outcomes that need to happen. Now let's look at the NFC. And we're looking at DraftKings odds right now. In the NFC, the odds to win the West, Rams minus 350, Cardinals plus 250. The Rams against the 49ers, and what did I say it was? The Rams were minus uh, minus 350 to win the division. The Rams against the 49ers are minus 225. As long as they win, they win the division. So don't lay minus 350, lay minus 225. Now I understand, just like the Bills, they can get in other ways. Like if they lose and the like if the Bills lose and the Patriots lose, or if the Rams lose and the the Cardinals lose. But the Rams lose and the Cardinals lose, then they're both then then the Rams are are in as your division champs. The only way that the Cardinals get in is if the Rams lose and the Cardinals win. So again, let's look at let's look at that correlation. The Cardinals right now are plus two fifty to win the division. So if you parlay the 49ers money line 
and the Cardinals money line, you get plus 288. So you're getting a little bit better odds than the plus 250. Those are the correlated things that need to happen. A 49ers win and a Cardinals win. So if you just parlay those two, you're getting a little bit better payout than just betting on the Cardinals to win the division. And for the other way around, you're getting a much better payout if you parlay the Patriots to win and the Jets to beat the Bills rather than just bet the Patriots at plus 900 to win the division. Now, there's plenty of interesting odds to win the conference. Which teams do we think that are are worthy of backing right now as we project forward into the playoffs based on who's going to have home games and who won't? There are some teams that are worth a look here in both the NFC and the AFC to win their respective conference. We'll get to some of those coming up. Plus, we got to touch on the college football playoff, what we saw, the heartbreak that I suffered with uh, the Georgia over not hitting, and uh, take a quick look ahead at the national championship game. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Did you miss? Did you miss? Did you miss? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.